Bum 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 hum. Bum 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 hum. Bum 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 hum. Bum 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 hum. She's got eyes that it seems to me that reminds me of childhood memories where everything was fresh as a bright blue sky. I I just had to do that, guys. I <laughs> I was watching Step Brothers the other day, and and that just came to me. So I I just had to say that. That was just too funny. <clears throat> We're live now, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 36 of the Right Infinity Show podcast. And yeah, I, I this is we this we've had 35 previous episodes. This is 36, and we're coming a long way. Podcast the podcast and the excuse me, the channel has been growing um the um a, a lot the last um couple weeks at least last week or two. I think my view ratings have just gone up way up. And I've and I and because I believe it's been because I've been doing more of those short things, those shorts on YouTube. Well, I'm gonna keep doing those more often now. Like I'm not saying I'm gonna do one every day, but like like every other day, maybe one, or maybe every few days, or something like that. I just want to grow the podcast more because like we're I'm starting to get out there more, and the and, and the podcast podcast is growing, and I'm getting a bigger audience. So. I'm I'm actually really happy with um where the podcast is going at this moment because like this is something I I do in my spare time because I got other things to do but like when I'm doing it I'm having the best fun some of the best fun I've had I or that I do have I should say because like yeah I I'm I'm just having a fun time right here it helps me with my stress and anxiety and stuff like that and plus I can get all my thoughts out out there so that the, everyone else can see them. And, and and so yeah, like this is I'm, I'm gonna continue doing this for as long as I as I, as um the show remains up. Well, just in um, back when I to that point though, before we get into the topics here, like um if the podcast if the channel was taken off YouTube, which I have no intentions of ever leaving YouTube, but um if it ever like if I ever get a strike or something and I can't upload for like a week or two, I would still be doing the show. The episodes wouldn't just not be up on YouTube. It would be uploaded to all the other platforms, and also, like now, and and like if the podcast got banned from YouTube as a whole, I would still be doing the show, but it would still be on all the other platforms. It just wouldn't be on YouTube anymore, and like I hope it doesn't come to that. But with how YouTube says, with how YouTube has been going lately, won't be surprised if something like that ever does happen, because like um, they keep getting a lot of people at YouTube and all the these these cancel culture idiots um. They're getting upset that conservatives are actually having their opinions be out there. And so, yeah, they can think however they want. I don't care. I'm still doing my show because I was inspired to do the show because I had all these opinions wrapped up and I just wanted to get all of them out there. So, yeah. So so I just wanted to let you guys know that I will continue to be doing the show all the time. Well, as much as much as I as much as I can. And plus, like, eventually, like, I'm wanting to also start doing more content, too. Like, um, like maybe something like what Tim Pool does is that he has his main show, the, the Timcast IRL podcast. Then right after that, they do an exclusive segment to his website where they just go all out. No restrictions or anything. They can say whatever they want and without avoiding the restrictions of YouTube. I'm actually going to consider doing that. So, and, like, um, instead of, like, um, a, a segment, like, just do like an extended edition to um the main show, like well, but it just won't be put up on YouTube. It will be put up on like Rumble, BitChute, and like that, or maybe some stuff that's just exclusive to like one of those places or Spotify. Well, 
Spotify, I don't know about that, but yeah, but you guys get the general idea. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking about all this stuff, like, um, like, like because, like, and then plus, I'm going to have be having more guests on, like, I'm because I'm because I'm gonna I'm gonna have Carlos and Osiris back on, like, and also I'm talking to Adam again about coming back on Adam Francisco, the first guest on the podcast. I'm I've been talking to him about coming back on, and he said he'll he he will and. I've been talking, and so I can't reveal anything yet because it, until it until it actually officially happens, because I don't want to get people's hopes up and ruin any, everything. Because like we we've been through this before, where like um I've talked about um a, a guest that's that is officially coming on, uh, that's going to be coming on an episode, and things happen. So yeah, I don't want to I don't want to do that because like my audience, you guys deserve better than that. So that aside. I'm, I just because I because I just need to like um make sure that I'm pleasing my audience and I'm improving the the quality of the podcast. Like event like pretty soon like eventually I'm going to be getting new equipment entirely. Like I have the Blue Yeti um, microphone right here. Eventually I'm am going to get to the Shuri SMB S S seven B microphone and also the, a better heads headphones and a better a better neck and a bet and like um and like I'm get extra cameras in here. I'm gonna get the the premium edition of, of StreamYard and like and just so I can have multiple cameras in here from multiple different angles and like have those cameras be actually high quality stuff that you can see clearly in here. Plus, I do want to get some lights in here, some more lights in here, so that the the brightness is it's actually concentrated and like um you can clearly tell what's going on. So the entire camera quality does not look fuzzy. Like um it looks a little fuzzy right now. That's just because I'm just on my laptop right here. I don't have like any extra cameras or anything like that to go on. But so yeah, until until then, we got to make do with what we have here. But eventually, but eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly start improving each thing of the podcast bit by bit, so I can get more people to come back on and check this out. Because like like I said, I want this show to grow and expand. Because I want to eventually possibly turn this into a business and get monetized here. And like, and so, yeah, and maybe even bring a lot of other people on the show too to like um, start a po podcast under here next to me. Who knows? Or even get a studio one of these eventually, which that will take a while, but who knows? And maybe even have me do other shows outside of the Ray Infinity Show podcast, like come, um, like under the Ray Studios banner on the channel, like have another show where I talk about something completely different out away from the main podcast right here, which would be interesting. Uh, I, 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 I have been thinking about that, but I just haven't had the time to because like I'm busy, I, I have things going on. But like if I get to the point where the show can get big enough, I actually just might do that because this thing because it'll have. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think I thank for that. I thank you for that. But eventually I do. I do want to get to a point where I can do multiple shows, like not just the Ray Infinity show, but other shows on the channel where like we can just talk about all kinds of things, something maybe outside of politics, maybe talk about movies and TV shows or, or whatever, whatever you want to do. We can just talk about it on that show. Like, but for right now, we're just going to be sticking to um, the main, the main, the main source right here, the main show, the Ray infinity show. And we're, and I'm going to keep you going doing this show as long as, as long as I can, I literally will. Excuse me. Now to get down to business, what you guys have come here is um, for the main topic right here. We're gonna be talking about um, um, the the GOP primary um, 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 turnout elections. 
And then eventually, I might comment a little bit. I think I might comment a little bit, but just a little bit on this recent sh shooting in Texas. I might, though. Depends on how much time we have left here. But um, I want to, because because the main thing I want to talk about is um, this GOP primary election right here. Like, um, yeah. All right, let's. We're gonna start off first with with um, we'll talk about the primary elections. Like as you guys know, like um, I have been predicting, and a lot of other people have been predicting that there will be a red wave this this November, like because like of how bad the the Biden administration, how bad Congress has been. Like it's gonna be so bad. There's gonna be a red wave this year, and like there's gonna be record turnouts, and plus because people are gonna be so pissed. We're not just conservatives, but even a lot of Democrats and liberals are going to turn are turning against them, the Democratic Party. Actually, they're going to be voting Republican, which has happened in this GOP primary thing. This, first of all, I'm going to get I'm going to bring it up right here. Go let's see where I can find this again. I believe Tim Poole talked about it. Uh, GOP primary results. Okay, uh, where is this? I'm trying to find it right here. Um. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's actually a pretty funny um quote right there. I can't talk about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Where is this right here? Uh, 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 uh one second, right here. Sorry about this, guys. GOP, GOP, Georgia primary. Okay, right here. I'm gonna try to find this up with um Brian Kemp. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about this part first because this is actually gonna be something pretty cool. That um, uh, yeah, yeah, bring me up right there, Chrome tab. All right, you guys can see this. Obviously, this the something I wanted to talk about first. Like um, clearly, like something obvious that we all knew was going to happen was Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to win on her her Georgia primary thing. She was easily going to. Everyone knew that because she is so popular in, in Georgia. And, like, people cannot stand her even just even a little. Like, she is hated so much. Like, <laughs> I, want, I want to see some of these comments first before we get into, like, um, all of that. Because I'm going to be – I think I'm going to be laughing at this a little, too. Some of these um, snowflakes. <laughs> uh, so, so, so much lead in their drinking water. So much. Yeah. You can, yeah, there's probably so much lead in your drinking water too, buddy. So, yeah. What does this, what does this tell you about that part of the country? I know what it tells me, and it ain't pretty. You don't have to be in Georgia if you don't want to. You can, I actually would prefer you stay wherever the hell you are, because I don't want any liberals in my area, because guess what? I want to keep my spot conservative. Like, if you want to live in your liberal um, hellhole, be my guest, stay there. But I don't want you involved in my um, area at all. No. Oh, this one. This this person, Troy Vizer, whoever he, this guy is, says, This you, um, Marjorie Green, save America. Stop socialism. And, yeah, this looks pretty awesome right here. This is pretty badass. I don't know who this guy is, but um, this actually, this photo right here is badass. I believe she's hold, that's an AR-15. I can't see the, the end of it because I need to see the end just to know exactly. But from the looks of it, if you know what kind of um, firearm that is, but I believe that is an AR-15 now. But, yeah, I love America, and I can't stand socialism because socialism, like Vladimir Lenin said, 
the goal of socialism is communism. That is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, you can believe that if you want, but that's just how it is. Yeah. American Taliban's. What does this guy say? <laughs> I believe that's... I forgot what her name was. I forgot what her name was. It's coming to me. This is... But she is... Uh, what was... What's her name? I believe she's from... Ten is she from Tennessee, I believe? I, I could be wrong. But this is her. She's in Congress. I forgot what her name was. But this is her and her family on, on Christmas with um with their AR-15s, which is actually pretty badass right here because their entire family is into weapons. And that is awesome. Like, I believe a lot of families should be into weapons. They should be. You don't have to be if you don't want to. But guess what? I find this pretty cool. Because guess what? This These are patriots patriots right there. I don't care what AOC. That's not AOC right there. That is not AOC. This person right here, she is a conservative. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> but I, I know what her name. I gotta go. Give me one moment. I'm gonna find what find who what her name was. Give me one second. Uh, I'm trying to find find. I know who she is. I I, I follow her too. Uh, give me one second. I'm gonna see who I who I who, everyone who I follow. Give me one second right here. <laughs> uh, where is she? Right. Come on. Where is she? She's hot, though. She is certainly hot. Uh, where is she? Lobert, is this her right here? I believe this is her right here. Yeah, uh, Laura Lauren um, Bobert. That's what her name is. Laura Bobert. She's actually a really good congresswoman, and I'm a huge fan of her. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And guess what? AOC, she probably has a whole bunch of armed guards outside of her house. I'm positive. I'm almost positive on that. I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure that's how it is. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's pretty hilarious. This Terrence D. Brown dude says, white supremacy wins primary in 14th, 14th district in Georgia. Yeah. Literally, you have no argument there, buddy. You, you're just saying something that with, with has no factual things to back it up. So yeah, everyone you get, everyone to the left, everyone who disagrees with them is a far right racist white supremacist fascist. That's literally what it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's what Stacy was talking about when she said Georgia is the worst state to live in. Uh, okay, whatever. You know the mentality of the majority of the people who live there by the people they elect to represent them. And Georgia is a great state. You can think however you want, but Georgia is a great state to live in. It's awesome. And I love the South. Institute for Therapeutic Ridicule. Ridicule? Is it? Okay, I don't even know what, the, what this guy, what this is supposed to mean or represent. Okay. I just read the other day that Kevin McCarthy, who I cannot stand, by the way, plans to give her some plump committee assignments when and if the GOP takes back the House after November. If, if you think this country is crazy now, I don't believe that he's going to give her any assignments because I cannot stand McCarthy. Most conservatives do not stand him. And plus, um, yeah, I do not believe he will give her any assignments. I do not believe that, actually. I just truly don't. Yeah. Uh, DB who says, wow, Georgians are, pr are pr proving they are in the lower half of education in this country. You're proving you're in the lower half of education in this country, DB. So, yeah. 
maybe I'm amused, right? Marjorie Taylor Greene is not allowed to serve on any congressional committees. Okay. It's like buying a getting for a, a getting, gelding, gelding. I don't know. Is that a dog? Maybe. I don't know. Good move, Georgia. The lack of education is really paying off. You have lack of education, buddy. So, yeah. Didn't have to happen. Georgia is an open primary state. Independents could have voted in the G Georgia um, Republican primaries. Who knows? Who knows that they could have? They probably, probably, there were probably some that did. There probably were. Guess what? Marjorie Taylor Greene is so popular in Georgia that, um, like, she literally, that I believe about 54% of the people in her district said, said that they would vote for her no matter who was, was running against her, no matter what. Not in just, um, not just in the in the Republican primaries, but also in the rate, and but also in the election as a whole. So yeah, what the hell? Do better, Georgia. <laughs> does any does everyone in Georgia have a father who is also their uncle on their mother's side? Okay, what the actual f? <laughs> like like clearly these guys are a bunch of idiots. They don't even know what they're doing. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. This Chiz guy, whoever his name is, Chiz, Chiz, uh, yeah. <clears throat> this is the GOP Georgia midterm primary turnout. From 2006 to 2010, 2014, 18, and 22. These are some of the numbers from the Republican side in the primaries. This is just it right here. In 2006, in the Georgia midterm primaries, this it was for 419,254 million. Well, 50, 000, my mistake. Four, 419,254 people. Wow. For, 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 for just a primary turnout, that's actually pretty good. Pretty high if you look at it. Then in 2010, if you look at it, you see... 680,499 people um, were in the primary turnout. Again, it's going up um, a straight line. This is after four years. So, yeah, every four years. Then in 2014, it was it went down a little, like, just a little, though, to 596,218. So, yeah, it went down a little. So, But still, it had a lot of people um, in the turnout. Then in four years later, in 2018, there were, which was a few years, which was four years ago. There you had six six hundred eight thousand three hundred eighty people. That's pretty a lot. It's pretty close to two thousand um, um ten numbers. I mean, still a bit off, but still it's pretty close to it overall. Oh yeah, I, I might talk about the World Economic Forum again later in this video. I don't know, but I'm a, I might have to. Then this year, in twenty twenty two. You had 1,109,506 um, people in the turnout primaries this year. That is a whole lot. A whole lot. That is a whole lot of people in just a primary election. And it was not, it's not both sides. It's the Republican alone. Just the Republican side. And look where this is going. Like I said, the Biden administration... It is and it is all with um the border crisis, inflation, gas prices, food shortages, uh, baby formula shortages, um, restrictions on gun rights. All of this stuff is coming full circle. And look what's happening. People are so pissed. 
where he had like um these numbers from four years ago to now about just about double. It doesn't I don't it doesn't quite double, but it almost doubles it because people are so pissed and angry that they're coming out to these things and voting because they are angry about how the Democrats are handling the situation right now. You're pissing people off, and this is how people will react. You can think however you want about it, but this is what will happen. And just like I said, there will be a red wave this year. People are going to be so pissed. Like, like there, there might with some 2022 and then 2024 Republicans. There's a there's a strong chance that the Republicans will get a supermajority in the Senate in the House. At least the Senate. Well, they'll they'll win back the House, but they might get a supermajority in the Senate, a filibuster-proof of majority. And this is something that I heard that I heard Tim Pool say, and I've heard it from a few other people. And this is actually something really interesting. Like um, with um, with um, Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned within the next month or so. I hope to God it is. I hope to God it is. It is. And with how there's being a red wave this year, here's what I heard: of what might happen, what could, the possibility of, of what could happen. This is just a possibility that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, and with um the and with and with um uh the a red wave this November, Republicans will get a supermajority, and therefore, therefore, they will put forth a bill to federally ban abortion outright. That is a strong possibility. And it will pass the House and will even pass the Senate. And they'll because they will have a filibuster-proof Senate. The Republicans will have a supermajority and they will pass the bill. But then here's what Biden will veto it because he's extremely um pro-abortion to the fullest extent. Extremely. And he'll veto it. And then with the majority being still strengthened and still be there in 2024, when Trump gets back in office, or if DeSantis gets in office. We, whoever, it will be one of those two guys. They will actually sign the bill in, into law. And then what you could be hearing afterwards, and like I'm hearing from blue states, is about succeeding from the union, trying to break away, which I think that's a strong possibility of happening, a really strong possibility. And like, here's the thing. Let them do it. I don't care. You don't get, get guess what? You don't have to live on, I don't believe we should force them to live under their our rules. They shouldn't force us to live under their rules. I do not believe that. You want to leave the country? You want you want to break away? Go ahead. I don't care. We do not. I wouldn't. I do. Not, I do not even want you there anyway. Because guess what? I do not consider California and New York to be or New Jersey for even, or in a few other place states. I do not consider them to be part of America. I do not consider that at all. Because guess what? Their views are so radical, so different from mine. Now, you can have different views, but um, you guys are so anti-American. You hate America. These, these woke people, they truly, at the end of the day, they hate America. They hate what it stands for. They hate freedom. They hate freedom of speech. They hate the Second Amendment. They hate They hate everything. They hate everyone that disagrees with them. Um, these people on the left, even if, if they even hate liberals like Joe Rogan, Tim Pool. Russell Brand, Joe Manchin, they hate them. They're just, and these guys are liberals. They're not right-wingers like these leftists say. They're just liberals. And they're not, they may not even be libertarians. They're liberals. And they hate them just because they're slightly, they disagree with them slightly. That's how radical that these people are. 
like literally, they hate anything that disagrees with them at all. And they don't care. They just clearly hate it. So, yeah. And then also with Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned in the next month or so. Something that a lot of people on the left have been saying, and like I've heard this multiple times, is that this will this will spark a blue wave this November because people are so um are are so against um Roe v, v Wade being overturned that even that all these this red wave will be overcome by by this blue wave people, it will be. So, and plus, like I don't think that'll happen. There might be some people that switch because of that, but it won't be nearly enough to stop this red wave from happening. There will not be any red. There will there will be a red wave happening. There is not going to be any blue wave because people are so pissed about the stuff going on right now that Roe v. Wade being overturned will not have much of, if any, effect on it at all. It truly won't. Because they say, because these leftists have been, Democrats have been saying, even across red state, red and blue states, people want Roe v. Wade being overturned. Don't want it being overturned. I actually believe that most people don't want it overturned. But also, I think most people have not even thought it through yet. They, th- they think it's just their choice and the stuff like that. They haven't thought it through yet, clear like when life begins or when or how it should be regulated or not. And plus, they don't know the history of Roe v. Wade because like Roe v. Wade was never even about abortion. It was just about the doctor's right to practice. That's really what it was. But hey, they haven't done their research. I have though. So that's how, it, that's what has happened to it. So yeah, I do not, I believe there will be a red wave. There will not be no blue wave. It will be overcome. I truly, truly believe that. And like, yeah. Oh, and like, oh, this comment right here by this Michael guy, <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Voter, voter suppression, right? <laughs> With, yeah. You remember last year when um, these Democrats and these leftists were saying voter suppression is happening? Yeah. When you have record turnouts going on right now. Yeah, voter suppression is is happening, buddy. Give me a break. There is no voter suppression going on. In fact, all these voter ID laws has actually been expanding on voting. More people are voting because more people have confidence in it. Because like um with um okay, I can't mention that about yeah okay. I, I'm not going to go into that because I don't want to risk getting this video pulled. But I think you guys know what I'm referring to with something. But I, I just can't say those words because this video will get pulled. So, yeah. But you guys know what I'm referring to. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Many cross voters. The GOP voters should do the same in general election. Keep camp, although he is abysmal, but Abrams will rule in the state forever. She will. Dump RAF, write in another GOP or even vote vote D so that we can get rid of him and have the state... State Congress reel in. Uh, okay, okay. This guy is actually botching this. I'm not sure exactly what he's trying to say, but yeah. <laughs> like you said, just look at all that voter suppression. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Voter suppression, right? Uh, okay. State Senator Burke Jones could narrowly take over 50% of the vote in GOP primary to be Georgia's next next lieutenant governor. governor. Former Atlanta City Councilman Kwanzaa Hall came, um, came out on top of the crowded Democratic field, but will still need to win in June. 
Okay. Uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, this one. Trump 45. Uh, okay. Georgia GOP governor primary um, total votes as percentage of previous presidential GOP vote total. Okay. 2006, 21.9% of 2004 Bush total. Okay. 2010, 33.2% of, two, of 2008 McCain total. All right. I can see that. 2014, 28.7% of 2012 Romney total. Well, Romney is not popular, so yeah. 2018, 29.1% of 2016 Trump total. Okay, yeah, we're going it. We're heading in the right spot right here. Then in 2020, 48.5% of 2020 Trump total, which was a, which was a what? Oh, okay. I, I guess I can't see that. So yeah. Wow. So, oh, and also. Herschel Walker um 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 won um the primary the um, Senate primary for Georgia. So I think he's he's I think um God, what is his name? Wilkesforth? Wilkesforth? I forgot how you say his name. He's gonna go up against him. I'm a huge Herschel Walker fan. And I think Herschel Walker pro- probably will win. I'm mostly positive that he will. Mostly, I should say. U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene wins GOP primary in Georgia. By far, there was no chance she was going to lose there. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, I got I got to see this. I got to see this. As things fall apart, remember how we got here. Okay? I am a little confused, but whatever. If anyone tells you fascists like Marjorie T. Greene, <laughs> are fringe. <laughs> Tell them she just won a contested primary with 70% of the vote after raising more money than almost anyone else in Congress. She raised more money because she's extremely popular. People love Marjorie Taylor Greene. I love her. She's a huge, she's a great candidate. She's a great woman. And she is what a congresswoman should, a congressman should be. I do not care how anyone else thinks about that. She is great in Congress, and she actually gets gets things done, as someone in Congress should. Because most people in Congress do not get things done, but she does. And she calls out the BS in Congress, too. Like, remember when she went on Tim Pool's podcast the first time, and she explained how um, in, in, Con- in like, um, the House, they never they, the House never votes on bills? It's just a roll call. That's all it is. Like saying... Like the like saying yay and nay like and literally the ones always and the ones that always had the majority I'm always um get um win that vote so, so yeah that's how you pass bills in the house Trill, million billions and even trillions of dollars by just roll call yeah and she figured out a way that um to to get to get um regular vote to get every bill voted on by each candidate each congressman. And I'm happy with that. And it's really good. And she's gotten more vo- more people to vote on these bills. So we know who, who everyone votes for or what they vote on. A football legend, Herschel Walker, wins Georgia GOP Senate primary in a landslide. Thank God he did. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. Decision 2022. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's dominant primary win over David Perdue was 
part of a resounding rejection Tuesday of 2020 election. Okay, I'm not going to say that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble on YouTube for saying that. But yeah, but yeah, like I, Trump, um, he endorsed Purdue because like he was not a fan of Kemp because Kemp, um, in a lot of ways is a rhino in a lot of ways, and a lot of ways he, that. I'm what I think happened is that Purdue, like he has a little, he has his own issues going on. And plus I, and like, if they want to be, um, because more people in Georgia, the conservatives are more willing to, and um, like also independents and libertarians and some people on the on liberals are more, would be more willing to vote for Kemp than over Purdue. Cause like per, Kemp has a better chance of beating Abrams. He, that's, he truly does. And like, between, I would not. I do not want Stacey Abrams as the governor in Georgia, but I would pr rather have Purdue over Kemp as the governor. But if you look at it, Kemp is the only one who had the best chance to beat Abrams. So you have to go with the best person. So that has a chance to win. So like, I, I, I like Kemp is mo is the lesser of two evils, but still, but so you have to kind of go with them. Like there was no, there was nothing else much they could have done because like. Kemp won by a landslide, so I must see. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, it is in Georgia an open primary. Okay. While many conservative Georgians are still angry that Governor Kemp and she uh, second state uh, Secretary of State, my mistake, Brad Raffensperger didn't do more to investigate claims of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can't, I obviously cannot say that. So yeah. Okay, okay. True fair news. Oh, I gotta watch it. I gotta read this. In a primary matchup, Georgia map would look like this, and Herschel Walker would be six point ahead of Warnock. Yeah, that's what um, Warnock, Senator Warnock. That's what his name was. Sorry, I sorry that I botched his name earlier. But so yeah, his name was Senator Warnock. Ignoring other five Republican primary candidates, 371,850 and one Democrat candidate voter, 28K votes. So, yeah, I, I believe Herschel Walker will beat Warnock. I'm, I'm mostly positive that he will. I'm not saying it's going to be a dominant victory, but I think he will beat him. It, like, I believe he'll, he'll win by a solid margin, but it just won't be a dominant margin. And, like, look at all this. Like you see, there's all the red here. There's only a little bit of blue here and there, but the vast majority of them are is red. Like if you look at the U.S. map, almost everywhere is red. Almost there's actually a few spots that are blue. Literally, there's like literally there's this, this is why we have the electoral college. The like the people that live in cities, which is all where all this blue is, are most mo not all of them are cities, but most of them are. That the are the ones that vote blue. So, yeah, I do not believe that cities should be telling everyone else how they can and can't live their lives. There's and look, if you look at it, there's really no blue states outside of maybe California. There's no really blue states. It's all um, um, red states with with um, with um, blue cities. That's really all it is. Red states with blue cities. Pretty much that's every state, really, pretty much except California. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we have to thank God we have the Electoral College. Uh, Georgia primary takeaways: Trump's GOP influence takes a hit. 
Well, I don't think Purdue was probably going to – I didn't think he was going to win. I just don't think didn't think he was. So, yeah. All right. Also, Tim Poole even talked about earlier that um, he thinks it's possible that um, a lot of Democrats were voting for Republicans. That is probably true. But um, they And he also said it's possible that they were voting for ones that they would be more willing to vote for or the ones that they think have a better chance of winning. Or, or just to make sure that they have um, less competition, they have more establishment. I don't know. If, I don't know how that how, about that. I'm still working, thinking about it. But, but for right from from what I'm taking from it right now, and just right now though, is that I'm, I don't think um, Purdue was the <coughs> Purdue was the best one to run. I just don't. I'm just not sure about that. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Glimmer of hope. What is this, guys? Proud, believe in human rights, democracy of rule, rule and law. Nope, we are a constitutional republic, buddy. 10% of those voting in yesterday's GOP um, Georgia primary were Democrats. Probably is true. Georgia Democrats favored um, Brian Kemp and Brad Rat Raffensperger over the Republican opponents. Those These two candidates were not endorsed by President Trump. Get the picture? Yeah, it's probably there is there there is something about that that I I but were these Democrats that voted in the Republican primary enough to swing the vote? I don't know for a fact. Like um, now, if you took all these Democrats out, would it still have been the same? I don't know. Probably it probably would have been, but I'm not 100 percent sure on it. Most likely it would have been though. Herschel Walker won the GOP primary. Herschel Walker. Raphael Warnock, okay, yeah, that's his name, to face off in crucial Georgia Senate race. And I'm positive, po I, I'm mostly positive, I should say, that um, that um, um, Herschel Walker will win. And being a Cowboys fan, that's another reason why I'm a huge Herschel Walker fan, because he played for the Cowboys. So, yeah. Yeah, give me down here. Uh, Herschel, okay, I'm going to go to um, all the other primaries, see, because we've been talking a little bit about the same people right here. Uh, okay, okay. <sighs> Sorry about that, guys. I'm a little tired right now, but I'm still trying to get back up to this. Uh, okay, uh, okay, no, 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 I, I can't read that one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I obviously could not read some of those tweets for reasons. So there was a huge fascist turnout yesterday in Georgia's primary election. Congratulations to all of our losers. Fixed it for you. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I've already seen that tweet. Uh, oh, okay, this one could be funny. Republican voters are effing morons. Not only is Crazy Marge a treasonous, racist, ignorant, deranged lunatic, she has done absolutely nothing for her district or her constituents. Incredible. She has done things for her constituents. She has exposed all these, these people that are not voting on bills in Congress. They should be voting on these bills, not this roll call bullcrap. She is actually forcing people to vote and be on record of what they're voting for. So you see, uh, yeah. Brian Kemp and Herschel Walker secured victories in Georgia GOP primary races. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, GOP primary. I want to go more into that. 
primary turnout. Okay. Oh, these are the other. Um, is this the right one? Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <sighs> New data from Win with GMC, I believe. John Chulivan. Chulivan, I believe that's how you say his name. But yeah. Data about the GOP primaries. <clears throat> sorry about that. Alabama GOP primary. 2022, 701,000 um, vote turnouts, which is 18.7% of what it was in 2018, which was 591,000. That's a whole lot because people are pissed. Like they're actually starting to get out to these things and vote. Literally, that is what is happening right now. Oh, this Arkansas one seems huge. Arkansas GOP primary in 2022, 346,000, which is um, turnouts, which is 68% more than 2018, which was 206,000. That's a whole lot of, wow. That is, that is freaking huge. How does that happen? It, but the reason it does happen is because people are pissed off. Literally, they are pissed off about um, these people in Washington, like the Biden administration. And like, yeah, you guys get the idea. 13 primary GOP turnout. Turnout for the GOP in the primaries increased by 38%. And yep, that is from 2018. While Democrat turnout is just up 1%. Wow. Wow. Like that tells you something right there. The Republican Party is growing and it is growing in massive numbers. Massive numbers. Wait, wow. Okay. Uh, wow. No. Last time I checked, but Alabama and Arkansas aren't exactly the problem. Now they are. I don't necessarily agree with that part. It's possible, but I don't necessarily agree. Where are some of these people? Uh, I want to get into some of these videos right here. Like I'm trying to find some of these. Um, um, is this the right one right here? Let's yeah. check check this out. We got this. Oh yeah. New York. All right. We're gonna watch some of Tim Pool today. Oh no, this is from a couple days ago. So this isn't the same one. Okay, we're gonna go watch some Tim. Some. Let's see about this. Uh, right here. Uh, Red Eagle Politics. Uh, I'm a huge fan of of Jack from Red Eagle Politics. I'm gonna see what he posted. Uh, maybe he has some. Uh, the establishment does prevail in a lot of ways, but not the entire thing. All right. All right. Uh, let's watch a little bit of this. In terms of the fact that KIV and okay. Usman would probably evade their runoffs, we thought there was a chance. That's not the big news here. That's irrelevant. We okay. could look at the primary in Arkansas. And obviously, we understand Boozman. He got 58%, a little bit more than I would have liked. Hopefully, he was yeah. under 50. Again, that's Trump's fault for endorsing him, by the way. Didn't. Yeah, like Trump probably shouldn't have endorsed him, but yeah. Deserve that endorsement. Didn't earn it, got it anyways. But hmm. that's beside the point. Some of the more establishmentarian House representatives like French Hill ended yeah. up winning in their primaries, even though it was relatively close. Maybe next time. Who knows? But then we had Alabama. Now, the good news is that Mo Brooks is going to a runoff. Momentum is real. He's Thank God that's happening. It's coming back. 
The bad news, obviously, is that COVID IV, KIV, mandate IV uh, got almost 55% of the primary vote yeah. in Alabama, which is a little bit more than she needed to avoid a runoff. Yeah. Now, she didn't necessarily perform super well, and it wasn't super unexpected that she would avoid a runoff. It's just a little disappointing. But none of these results in any of mm. these states compare to mm. what took place in Georgia. And I'm not just... The, the Georgia thing is the most surprising part. I'm going to sit here and talk about the governor's race because I'm not. I told people... Look at this. Kemp got 882,299 votes, which is 73.7% of the turnout. And Purdue got two, 260,849 um, votes. Like, wow. Like, and which is 21.8%. That is shocking. Like, whoosh. I mean, it. I mean, it's not surprising that Kemp won, but the amount that he won by, like, wow. In my last video, that David Purdue is a loser. He loses. He doesn't yeah. know how to run a campaign. And we knew that Brian Kemp would probably avoid yeah. a runoff, even if it was by just a few points. Yeah. However, what we saw last night was abysmal. Brian Kemp won with 74% of the vote last night. Yeah. David Perdue could not even crack 25% against a very unpopular governor in the Republican Party with a Donald Trump endorsement. And I know people are going to say, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, Democrats were crossing over because this is an open primary. Okay, well, look at Ohio's open primary. Mike DeWine couldn't even crack 50. Alabama has an open yeah. primary there. Kay Ivey got in the mid-50s. So does yeah. Idaho. And you see Brad Little, he barely got over 50% yeah. there. Brian Kemp got nearly 75% of the vote last yeah. night in Georgia, of all places. And this is with Trump campaigning against him. This yeah. is with many members of the party being angry with him. This is after Excuse it's me. widely known that the state of Georgia has more illegal aliens than Arizona. The fact that part I was not aware of. The fact that Brian wow. Kemp appointed Kelly Loeffler to the U.S. Senate, losing Republicans the Senate with that move alone, and the fact that he's been giving tax credits to big businesses in Hollywood to further accelerate the downward trend of the Republican Party in the state of Georgia, mainly yeah. in the Atlanta area. And yeah. this is not just the fault of the GOP establishment for like... So as you guys get it right there, like um, I, I don't want to play too much Jack's video because I respect the guy, but I don't want it to look like I'm taking his content. But you guys get the general idea. Like it's the amount that he won by, that Kemp won by was shocking though. It was really shocking. Uh, GOP primary... Yeah, okay, I want to see some of this most recent stuff. Uh, oh, oh, I want to listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene right here. I'm a huge fan of her. I want to see, hear some of this. Most of all, we must champion the American worker and the American small business. Yeah. We will if we fight fearlessly and faithfully in Congress for what President Trump started, the America First agenda. Yeah. Yep. Now, everywhere I go in Northwest Georgia, I'm humbled and honored by the overwhelming support I receive from yeah. many of you here in this room. Yeah. You wouldn't know you wouldn't know that though if you only read the New York Times and the Washington Post. <laughs> yeah. Which unfortunately is what a lot of people in DC read. So yeah. you might be a little surprised at our numbers tonight. <laughs> but we're not. Yeah. No. She won dominantly. I'm a huge Marjorie Taylor Greene fan. 
huge one. I'm blessed and I'm constantly overwhelmed by the thousands of letters, cards, voicemails, and emails we receive, not only from right here at home, yeah. but in e from every state in America. Yep. But most of all, beloved Georgia. It's just my home yeah. state. I love Georgia. That's a great, it's a great state. My enemies on both the left and the right will never admit it out loud, but I've become one of the most effective members in Congress. And she is by far one of the most effective, by Simply, far. By one thing, you guys, demanding that our party fight for our values of our voters, not the interests of corporate donors or Washington yeah. insiders. Yep. Now, my critics like to produce headlines full of fake outrage because yeah. I keep hearing to say things the globalist elites don't want you to hear. Oh yeah. They write lies. She called. She called out the Davos in World Economic Forum um, um, event. She called all of them out. She's really the only person that had that was able that was willing to call them out. I believe in the traditional family values. American workers and American small businesses first. Yep. I received a record number of votes from Northwest Georgians on November yeah. 3rd in 2020. Yep. And I took that sign from you all seriously. Yep. I got to work and even before being sworn in by leading the congressional objection to Joe Biden's fraudulent electoral votes on the House floor. Okay, okay. Um Okay, I can't. <laughs> okay, like um, let's skip over this a little. I I'm, I don't I don't want to get in trouble on YouTube for that. Squad member Corey Bush's bill to allow allow felons to vote in jail. That should never happen. Yeah. But we stopped it. That's more than any top-ranking Republican accomplished on any House committee. Not only that, I filed America First legislation. Yep, she did. I've authored legislation to preserve and protect our Second Amendment. I've offered bills to impeach Joe Biden. Also, I, I didn't talk about it earlier, but I, but uh, Madison Cawthorn, which I was just, yeah, Madison Cawthorn law. Did I talk about this before? I don't think I have, but um, but just anyway, lost his lost his primary, which um, yeah, which yeah, like you can look at that in many different ways, but you can get the idea. Fauci. Yeah. Fauci. Maxine Waters. Oh yeah. She should have been thrown out a while ago. Bills to ban vaccine mandates. Oh. Bills to secure our southern border and finish President Trump's wall. Yeah. Yeah. I even released my own congressional oversight report on my visit to the Washington D.C. jail. Yeah. Currently houses January 6th pre-trial defendants. Yeah. Still to this day. My report revealed the horrific conditions yeah. they face. I called for an end to the abuse of pre-trial defendants. They should just be just 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 um give them give them their days in court. That's all you gotta do. Don't don't treat them badly like you still are. I've hit a few roadblocks on the way. Perhaps because the Washington elites realized that I would always put you, the voters, yeah. first. Not just the Washington elites, the elite, the other elites, the high up, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, those kinds of elites. 
made me their number one target. We can remember all those news stories. Yeah. Well, they kicked me off committees, not just Democrats, but unfortunately, 11 Republicans. Yeah. Because they knew I wasn't going to go along with their America last establishment agenda. Yep. They kicked me off because they realized, you know what? I'm just like you. She's actually effective. I'm a proud American, and I'm tired of the business as usual in the swamp. Now, to tell you the truth, in the current 117th Congress, committees are useless. Pretty much, they are useless. Republicans are in the minority, and Nancy Pelosi rules Congress with an iron fist. GOP bills and amendments are rejected and hardly see the light of day. Yeah. But that won't last forever. When Coming this November, back the majority in yep, 2022, we will. To be a different story. We will take back the House. We'll be taking back the House this November, and we'll be taking back the Senate as well. Our party will have the power to make those committees useful and hold Democrats in the deep state who have put our country through hell accountable. Yeah. I ran for Congress in 2020 because I was sick and tired of Republicans doing absolutely yep. nothing. A lot of them do nothing. A lot of them. Holding hands with Democrats got us here. What are we? Dan Crenshaw, for instance. Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. I'm running for re-election. John McCain. My work to put people over politicians Hmm. is just beginning. Yeah. Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney. McConnell and neocons like Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. By the way, I think is in Ukraine and probably visiting Davos with Kostlov. Oh. Are eager to work with Democrats. Oh. Dan Crenshaw is buddies with Klaus Schwab and in Davos. He's part of the World Economic Forum. Tulsi Gabbard is too. I used to be big fans of both of them, even though Tulsi Gabbard was a Democrat and a liberal. Once I found out that both of them were part of the World Economic Forum, I did not trust them whatsoever. And in yesterday's episode, I didn't get a chance to talk about um talk about it when I was talking about the World Economic Forum. But I but Dan Crenshaw was there when he did comment on the great he did comment on the Great Reset. And what he said was, oh, the Great Reset is nothing more is not is much but a cloak for the Democrat stuff. It's not like this big cabal of people behind the scenes, like blah, blah, blah. Because like he did an interview about that. And it was like and I'm like, yeah, right, buddy. Why? You're, you're, clearly, you're clearly lying, buddy. You are working with the World Economic Forum. The guys are trying to push a communist agenda with the Great Reset. Literally, trying to push no freedom, no individualism, so they can control, track you at all times. That is what they're trying to do, and you're allies with them. That tells me all you need. That, tells, that says all, we need, all I need to know. To pass Joe Biden's America last agenda. They reject the priorities of grassroots conservatives, but so long as I'm in Congress, you will always have a voice. You will always have a champion working for each and every single one of you. I've been in Washington, D.C. on your behalf for almost a year and a half. Seems like maybe 10 or 20 years. Yep. So I've had the chance to learn a few things. And tonight, I'd like to let you in on a little secret. Yeah. People you see on TV and press conferences or walking the halls of Congress 
Mm. You know, the diabolical evil masterminds who always seem two steps ahead. <laughs> the ones who have caused us all so much misery, they're actually idiots. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of them are idiots. Surprise. <laughs> but you already knew that. Yeah, we the already knew that. They get away with the things they get away with is because Republicans haven't stood up to them. Yeah. When the elites wield the power of the state against patriots, they okay. can be terrifying. I'm yep. shocked at the cruel and illegal treatment of many nonviolent January 6th protesters. Well, over 95% of Antifa and Black Lives Matter domestic terrorists yep. had their charges dropped. <laughs> That's a Someone who has the balls to say that, and I'm, and I'm, ta- I'm not, not reality, but I'm talking figuratively, she, she is, I'm a huge fan of her. I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're good at one thing, though. Especially someone who is in office that is, is willing to say that. It's popular, and they decide whether to take it out and strangle it or take it over and claim the credit. Whether it's Democrats following AOC off a cliff into communism, or Republicans rushing to embrace the populist wing of our own party, the elites scramble to copy what we say and then pretend it was their idea all along. They do uh, these things because they simply... The elites tell them what to do, really. That's, mo- mo- that's basically what it is in a lot of ways. And they hate us. They know that if enough of us said stop, yeah. their influence would disappear. Oh, That's yeah. what they fear the most. They, their fear makes us powerful. Thomas Jefferson they said it best. Washington will send a message when, the, when, the, when, when the government fears the people, there is peace. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. For the next decade and not them. Yep. Yep. You see, it's the elites that don't have any true affinity for the country they govern. They prefer Davos to Dalton, Georgia. Oh, yeah. So we're going to start speaking the truth more loudly and fearlessly than ever before. We're going to work together, and we're going to take our country back. Oh, yeah, we will. We will. Going to see that we are the majority in this country. Yep. We have both they are angry. The power they are scared to death of us. That's what being an American is all about, right? Yeah. We're the majority who want an end to trans terrorism, socialist monetary yep. policy, endless wars and nation building across the world, and the slow drain of our sovereignty into unaccountable foreign institutions run by sinister, unelected fanatics. Yep. We're the majority who want our border secure, American energy independence, and groceries we can afford. Yep. We're the majority who, after Roe versus Wade is overturned, <laughs> will protect the lives yep. of the innocent children in the womb from yeah. the moment of yeah. conception. Yep. Life begins at conception. End of story. You cannot convince me otherwise. We're the majority who, when we put our minds to it, can wreck the Democrats' plans for their terrifying ministry of truth. Oh. Send Nina Jankowitz scuttling back to the karaoke bar where she belongs. <laughs> We're the majority who even now still wants to see Hillary Clinton in jail. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
I gotta get one of those Alex Jones shirts where 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 it says Hillary for prison. I gotta get one of them eventually. Lock her up. Lock her up. When conservatives work together to fight for Christian ideals, we can win. We've proven it. We can join hands to defy Democrat horrors, whether it's evil social engineering in our daughter's locker rooms, communism in the halls of Congress, yep. or the DOJ harassing and intimidating parents at our school board. Yep. The Republican Party has no choice but to fall in line. And yeah. they will and they want to. Yep. I can already see changes happening in Washington. Think tanks and political consultants and academics are starting to admit that the neocon project was a mistake. Yep. And the globalism has gone too far and <laughs> gone on too long. Yeah. They're rebranding themselves populist and nationalist and America first. I don't have faith in the character or integrity of a lot of these slimy people, but I do believe in their sense of self-preservation. Yeah. Believe me, they know how to survive. Oh, yeah. So when we take back the House, I believe the Republican Party will come to its senses and once again begin oh. to reflect the priorities Hopefully. of ordinary working American families who have for so long been ridiculed, ignored, and taken for granted. Yeah. I'll never forget being called a basket full of deplorables, right? Yeah. Because I believe that we're on the verge of a great American revival. A revival so enormous and so profound that no one will be able to stand in its way. Yep. I believe that this revival of faith, family, and freedom, a revival of Christian morals and constitutional values is ours to welcome in if we want it. Yeah. I'm convinced that the establishment in Washington knows this too. They know that America's patience for tyranny, communism, child abuse, the murder of the unborn, oh, yeah. corporations and teachers grooming our kids, yep. and politically weaponized law enforcement agencies is at an end. The era of mandates and lockdowns and jabs and censorship and lies is ending. Yep. Because the American it is ending. people will no longer tolerate their government declaring war on its own citizens and our own values. Yep. Every politician says that an upcoming election is the most important one ever. <laughs> most of the time, that's not true. Yeah. We're just trying to get people out to vote. Oh, yeah. But there is a storm brewing in our nation today. Hail and thunder are coming for the elites who despise us and who want us to eat the bugs drink the poop water, oh. live in the pods, and own nothing, yet somehow be happy. Uh, someone, the fact that she's a, she, she's willing to say that is, oh my God. Someone who's willing to say that. There's no, there's, I haven't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I have not seen one other politician that has ever, that has been saying, that is literally quoting something from the World Economic Forum, what they're saying. You will own nothing, and you will sub, and you will be happy. However, that works. They'll be they'll be having us live in pods, eating bugs, and be plugged into the metaverse. It's literally just the Matrix, and they're not calling it, and they're not calling it the Matrix because calling it the Matrix would have been way too obvious. Do any of you want that feature? No. Oh yeah. So Bill Gates. Yeah. Y'all don't want a steak petri dish meat. Nope. Beyond me or something. 
In 2016, this nation came together to show the Hollywood elites and university professors and lying news. Hollywood elites is just a, a small sliver of it. Just a small sliver. That they are not in charge. We are. We elected yeah. Donald J. Trump. Yep, we did. We elected Donald J. Trump. We will make an American revival possible just when it seemed as though our nation yeah. might be lost to faceless bureaucrats. Yeah. European commissions, yeah. the World Health Organization, yeah. and the World Economic Forum. She's willing to say it. She's willing to say it. Continue. No one else else is. No one else is. And commit to rebuilding a happier, healthier, more law-abiding, more caring, and morally and mm. more morally accountable America, in which we respect God and his yeah. plans for us, yes. and in which we protect the future of our children and our grandchildren. Yes. 100% agree. 100%. So, my friends, although tonight is a celebration, it's also an invitation. We're at the start of something here in 2022. Some people are describing it as a return of some 2016 energy. Oh, yeah. In Georgia's 14th district, you have power to affect change nationally in a way many other Americans don't. Yeah. You're sending me back to Washington to put our country and our people first. Yeah. To make America great again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Working together can succeed in a place that fails you oh, every yeah. single day. And we know that this is possible because we are already on that journey. Oh, I yeah. Will we will continue to speak the truth and fight back against the Uniparty in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Together, we will hold their feet to the fire. Together, we can inspire the rest of America to be just like Northwest Georgia. Yep. And elect people who will fight for you in Washington, D.C. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, in the 118th Congress, with oh, yeah. Republicans in power, we yeah. will launch real investigations with teeth. Yeah. To hold accountable and to jail bad actors in the deep state. Yeah. Every day to strip away your freedom. We will finish President Trump's border wall and secure our southern border. Oh, yeah, we have to. That is the main thing that we have to do. First thing. We will rein in big tech companies and stop those woke corporations from shutting down and silencing conservatives and destroying our freedom of speech. Oh, yeah. We will stop the evil influence of the Chinese Communist Party in our economy and our institutions. Yeah. We will achieve American energy independence again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main, that's the, probably the second thing that we need. The second. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. The crook. Nobody voted for him in the first place. No one did. Trump should have fired him, but I don't, I'm not sure he had a choice, but I think he had, he could not fire him. And yes. We work hard, and if we want it badly enough, we will impeach Joe Biden. Oh, yeah! yeah. We need to get his ass out of there. You know, Let's go, Brandon. With President Trump. He's my favorite president, after all. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. To work with him to deliver the America First policies that America needs and America desperately wants. We miss him, don't we? Oh, I miss him. I think the whole world misses President Yeah. Trump right 
Even people from other countries miss him. I pray that you'll show the same faith in me this coming November that you have tonight, Georgia, and I thank you for that. Yep. Same faith that you did two years ago. Meanwhile, I look forward to a Republican majority in 2022. I also look confidently ahead at the presidential election in 2024. That's the main thing. Main thing. And we will win that race too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing. We have to, if we truly want to save America and stop communism. Yes. We're going to lead the way. Now. Yeah. Last of all. Thank yep. you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Marjorie. Bless uh, every single one of you. God bless you, too. We, I'm, I love her and that she's in Congress. And let's save America and stop communism. Yes. Yep. Like, as you guys, like, I'm a huge Marjorie Taylor Greene fan. I'm glad. I thank God that she is in office. Like, she is one of the few people that, that I, I trust in, in off, that's in office right now. People I trust are like Trump, Jim Jordan, Rand Paul, Josh Hawley, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Those are just probably a few of them. Oh, Ron DeSantis, of course, and Greg Abbott. And like, um, I believe that's who I, oh, um, I do trust Kim Reynolds here in Iowa. Like, I'm a huge fan of her. So, yeah. Like, this has been a great episode, guys. Like, most, it's mostly been talking about the, the, I know I was thinking about talking about the shooting in Texas. Like, um, I'll save that for tomorrow. I think I'm, I might save that. To, I don't know if I will do it tomorrow. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not sure I will even do an episode tomorrow, but um, I, I might talk a little bit more about it, but I, I will talk about just, a, I'll, I'll talk about just this stuff. Did you guys see Beto O'Rourke, O'Rourke get um embarrassed um when that happened? Like I'll go and show because like there was a press conference. Um, Was it today or the day beforehand? I don't remember. I believe it was today. We're like um um they like um Greg Abbott, Ted Cruz, and the lieutenant governor governor and a few other people. They were actually um doing a press conference about the shooting. And like um Beto O'Rourke, who the idiot who is a dumbass, literally was in the auditorium, came up to to where the, they are, were and basically say, basically calling them out, saying this is their fault, it's all on them. And like they just embarrassed and humiliated him. Like I'm, I'll show you guys that quick. Like I ha- I have to do that. So. Right before that, uh, give me one, one second right here. Stuck in the yeah, okay. I'm going to go to Osiris's channel and, like, find that. So, yeah. Yeah, because he, I think he posted it as well. Like, uh, right here. Uh, right here. Okay. Give me one second, guys. Right here. Right here. This is it right here. Right here, guys. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> right. uh, Excuse me. Like, look, that's fatal. You're, right out of, you're out of line <laughs> and an embarrassment. Hey, yeah. He is an embarrassment. They're, tell, they're telling him to sit down and shut up because he, he, he is basically disrespecting the people that were, that were killed and like that. It's like he's trying to use this as a political um, tool. And like, yeah, he he's just trying to use it to his own political gain. Because like Beto O'Rourke has nothing good going for him in his life. He's a terrible candidate and he's probably gonna lose him this November. Like, yeah. Because Texas is the one of the most red states there is. I don't think Beto O'Rourke will will win. So yeah. 
shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, we're all to get his ass out of here. This isn't yeah. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out. saying it's totally predictable. Um, we need to fix the mental health system. It's why are you worrying about um guns that people have. Like law by the vast majority of gun owners are law abiding the are law law abiding citizens. Why are you worrying about what guns they have instead of worrying about these mentally ill people that that are going up and, and doing these crimes? That's what you should be worrying about. Out of line, sir. You're out of line, yeah. <laughs> sir. This guy right here, I believe he is the mayor of the of the of the town in which the shooting happened in. Like, yeah, this guy is actually I'm I'm. Is actually um, giving him some like he's showing him who's boss here, like and like he's 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 putting Beto O'Rourke in his place. You are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch to <laughs> come to a deal like this to yeah. make a political issue. Yeah. yeah. Like you see right there, guys. Like he called him a sick son of a bitch, which which he is. He is a sick son of a bitch because he's, he's trying to weaponize this for his political gain. So, I, so yeah, I don't think Beto O'Rourke has much of a chance to, to, to win the governorship in Texas. I don't think he does. I think Greg Abbott will win by a good majority. I'm not saying he'll destroy him. I'm just saying I think he'll win by a decent majority, something like that. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up right here. Oh, and before I go, I had to edit yesterday's episode because, like, there was that glitch and pause all of a sudden, right in the middle of the episode. We're like, and like, we're like, all of a sudden, I had when I was talking when I was talking about um, Alex Jones and the World Economic Forum, explaining, um, exposing them, exposing the World Economic Forum because Alex Jones was talking about them. And all of a sudden, there was a glitch in my glitch in the middle of it. Like clearly, like all of a sudden, I couldn't move my mouse or anything like that. So what I did was I had to restart it. But um, while I was in it, the stream didn't stop. It was just um, a black screen. Is all it was. And then when I got back up, then I got back on after I restarted it. So what I had to do was I went back afterwards. I went back and re cut that out. Literally, I had to do that. So that's the reason why I've had to edit two videos for that and also for a copyright strike to, well, to prevent to make sure I didn't get a copyright strike. That was the episode beforehand. I believe it was. I believe that was the episode beforehand. I could be wrong, but I believe it was. All right, guys. Uh, make sure, make sure, subs- make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, uh, and and share this um, video so we can beat the YouTube algorithm and turn on notifications so we can beat the- because we're trying to grow this channel. Want to make sure everyone, more people get get come to here and so we can get, get our viewership up. That is the goal right here. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, CloudHub, Minds, Gab, Rumble, BitChute, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Make sure that's all of them because I got a lot of things for to people for people to subscribe to. So yeah. Also RSS Podcast too. Don't forget about that too. Yeah. All right, guys. This has been Ray from the Ray Infinity Show Podcast. Catch you guys later. Peace. Mm-hmm.